0: um I think uh, maybe one of the things to to uh, um, bring up um, as well of the I mean there's the kind of spiritual ideals and the <clears throat> Uh, these sort of lofty goals that uh, uh, we talk about, uh, but uh, I think as practitioners um, it's in, it's important to recognize our limitations and uh, and also uh, you know, give a give ourselves permission to make mistakes, um, a uh, you know, even uh, say the uh, you know having this you know quite worthy goal of uh, kind of tzu dong and practicing simplicity and relinquishment and renunciation and all these wholesome qualities. It's still. I think it's helpful to to uh, recollect some of the uh, kind of struggles that are are uh, um, inherent or natural. Um, I think of uh, Ajahn Chah, who's uh, you know he's such a, a widely respected, uh, uh, revered. Uh, teacher, but uh, he's also <clears throat> one of the things that also attracted me uh, to him was that uh, he also seemed very human. And uh, I remember one time him talking about his, his first uh, Tudong experience, and his uh, he when he ordained, he uh, was a uh, a village monk studying, uh, and uh, um, lived for for quite a few years without doing very much meditation at all, uh, and and that's quite the norm in in Thailand, and. Uh, then, uh, then he decided, no, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to cut everything. I'm going to leave the village monastery. I'm going to leave uh, my my home village. I'm going to go off wandering, seeking um, this experience of meditation and seeking uh, liberation, as it is, as is in the scriptures. Rather than studying about it, maybe I'll just do it. <laughs> and uh, and I remember him saying that he and a, a friend of his, a fellow monk, were uh, sort of decided they're going to go off uh, wandering. And then they start preparing. And then of course there's the thought of you know what what if this? What if that? And, what if this happens? What if that happens? And uh, and he said by the time they left, uh, it was uh, th- their stuff was so heavy. <laughs> 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 he said, he's even. He's even uh, he said they even. He even took along a one of these s- stone uh, <laughs> pestles. <laughs> you know, for pounding up food, you know, just in case, you know. You know, carrying this stone mortar and pestle along with him, and, and this simplicity, simplicity, you know, this quest for simplicity. <laughs> so that, uh, you know, that you know that that happens. You know, sort of there's the there's the one mind is going on one, in one direction, and you know, the other mind is going in another direction. And unfortunately, they're the same mind. <laughs> so that, uh, and you know, that's what that's what happened. So this that, uh, you know, he learned from that, and and uh, he uh, he uh, and it's just something he grew from until he became a, a great teacher. It wasn't a, a huge obstacle. <clears throat> Uh, and he talks about uh, the period when he was uh, doing a lot of his uh, tudong was <coughs> uh, during the during the Second World War and after the Second World War, and uh, that was a period of of. Uh, uh, in the northeast of Thailand has always been poor. Um, uh, it's always uh, uh, um, been a lot of hardship just to get by. Uh, but during that period, there was just real uh, uh, shortages of everything. And uh, so just as uh, requisites and and, uh, and the robes, the robes were were falling apart and, and, uh, and he said he was was uh, just constantly patching his robe, trying to keep it together and, and then plotting of how to how to get new robes, and, and sort of the mind obsessing how to, how to how to get something and uh, one of the things that he did that, that he he held to as a um, a, uh, a, a kind of a resolution um, was that he made this resolution that he would never, he would never ask for anything. Even if somebody uh, made a made an invitation, that he wouldn't, he wouldn't ask for anything. So that uh, uh, you know, again, sort of these two minds: the mind of simplicity and resolution I'm not going to ask for anything, and the other mind. Plotting of how to how to how to get cloth, plotting in his mind how he was going to sew it to get it just right, and and, uh, and it's uh, obsessing, you know? and the, uh, that's the uh, the nature of the of the mind, sort of seeing how how we can obsess, how we can get ca- caught up in something, and then and then even when you get what you want is it actually satisfactory? He said, <laughs> he said, finally, as uh, uh, he was uh, at a monastery and uh, this Ajahn Kinnerli, who I had mentioned, um, uh, noticed that his robes were just really shot. And uh, so Ajahn Kinerly, uh mentioned to his relatives or lay supporters to that, uh, uh, this monk was was, uh, you know, he is very sincere, a good practitioner, and but his robes were were, were really shod. So um uh, they uh, uh, his relatives got some of the the village cloth that is sort of hand um, hand woven uh, from the uh, cotton from their fields, and uh, but it's quite it's quite coarse and quite thick. So then. Ajahn said, and by the time they, he sewed it all, he was so excited, he was, uh, he was so happy, and then uh, sewed it, because we sew all of our robes um, by ourselves, and uh, uh, in those days, uh, sewing machines weren't around, so it was hand-sewn, and uh, he finally got his robes, and there's, there's this outer robe, and then there's a, double thickness robe and there's the under robe and it was all this thick cotton and then it's when it's dyed the dye that we use uh, um, in the forest tradition is a dye that we make ourselves also using a uh, the heartwood of the jackfruit tree and you take the heartwood and you chop it up into chips and you boil it uh, and then you the color comes out and then you concentrate it and then you you uh, you dye the the robes, and uh, and he said he was really keen to get a good color, so the dye was kind of thick, and he got the thick robes. And he said by the time he put them on, it was just so hard to put them on. And he said he was like a he was like going on alms round. He was like this walking pot. <laughs> it was these stiff robes, really thick. He said it took. It took over a year for them to soften up <laughs> so they yeah I guess it's just the uh you know, the, the fantasies we get of what what we want and and uh, and then, and then we get it and it usually doesn't fulfill the fantasy <laughs> so that. Uh, and, particularly on Tudong, where they say, again, the simplicity, it really shines a light on that, and it's, uh, uh, it really helps one to see it. And, it's in, and in, you know, in our day-to-day life, it's so important to, 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 to investigate that, to recognize that, uh, because it's so easy just to go on to the next thing. Uh, that didn't satisfy, so uh, I must have did it wrong, but then there's this. <laughs> Which will i can I can get my 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 satisfaction from, so that uh, you know we keep going and, um, but it's important to uh, to be able to you know, to slow down and, and shine a light on that on that tendency uh, and you know to just to be able to be uh, present with it and and to hold it lightly and to to uh, you know, and being able to laugh at oneself, you know, to not take oneself too seriously—you uh, know—the thing, the desires that we get, we get swept up in that seem so necessary and solid and real, or the the kind of things we can get irritated and offended by—and uh, uh, and you look at it from another perspective and say, oh, "What was the big deal? <laughs> what?" The, why, why did I bother? Yeah. But, you know, it just is, you have, you, you, you have to go through it. Yeah. And the, uh, uh, that's the, uh, you know, as human beings, it's really the only way we learn. Yeah. And uh, you know, to be, be able to be patient with that and, and to, uh, to, to not, you know, to not take it too, to take oneself too seriously. Um, there's a uh, uh, an idiom that um, uh, a monk, uh, uh, the monk that I told you about, who just recently died this year, who was uh, very respected, uh, Ajahn Mahabua. He, uh, he uh, uh, a forest tradition disciple of Ajahn Man, like yeah, A million people at his the day of his cremation. Um, and uh, uh, and he had an I- idiom that he'd use uh, over and over again. And, and, uh, and he said, so you fall down, you get up, you crawl along. <laughs> and that's practice. And it's just, just being, uh, say, accepting and patient with that with the fact that that's oftentimes how, how, how practice feels like. Yeah, we fall down, you've got to get up, and sometimes it just feels like you're crawling along, uh, but, uh, uh, you know, that's okay. That's the way practice is. Um the, uh, the ways of, of uh, uh, you know, the things that we learn, of the, of the examples of the, you uh, yeah of Tudong monks, of just, uh, uh, you know, just being patient. Um, that, uh, I remember uh, asking Ajahn Chah one time. He had uh, uh, a period of time in his practice where, he just had this tremendous difficulty with lust and just, just sexual, just raw sexual desire and you know he's been a monk for many years and 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 there it is right in his face and I remember him talking about it, uh, and just sort of the difficulties he had and the uh, this this constant vision when they were uh, uh, in the Oh, early days! There was a, a monk who was preparing his biography uh, in Thai, uh, and this is when Ajahn um, Chao was probably before he was sixty years old. There was a thai, one of the senior Thai monks was pulled together a short biography, and uh, and. Uh, um, and Ajahn Chah was talking about about this, and and uh, the monk was sort of wrote it all down. And he came to Ajahn Chah after. He said, "We can't put this in a book." <laughs> 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 and and, uh, and Ajahn Chah sort of said, no, if you don't put that in the book, don't bother printing it, <laughs> you know, because it's sort of." Yeah, this is this is as human beings. These are yeah, we have defilements, and it isn't as if you know, even as as you know, a monk. It isn't like you know, you, you ordain as a monk, and your defilements ordain with you. I mean, it's just <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just it's just what happens, uh, and you know, you're born as a human being. Yeah, you bring the whole package, and but that's the whole point of that's why we practice. That's why we. That's why we do this practice. Uh, it's because of the you know the kind of habits and defilements that we have, the attachments that we have. Uh, uh, I, I asked Ajahn Chah one time, sitting with him, and said, you know, you know the, um, you've related this, this period of time when you had this tremendous difficulty with uh, with sexual lust and. You know, what tech you know what technique or what method did you did you use to to, to really get through it and uh, and he sort of just chuckled and said there was no technique <laughs> so it's just patience and keep reminding myself that this has got to be impermanent <laughs> and that and that that was that was enough you know it's not it's not flashy it's not uh, you know, but it's actually, you know, it's real. It's kind of the nitty-gritty of, of a practice, and just being re- being willing to be, be patient. And, and patience is not just kind of acquiescing to something and giving up, but it's just being willing to be present with with something. Being willing to be present with difficulty. But also, I mean, even if something is really Pleasant and 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 uh, just what you always wanted. You still have to be patient, and because the tendency is to hook right into it. And uh, but that, that sense of patience and just being willing to be present, not getting, say, yeah, hooked into the excitement of either, you know, the elation of getting what one wants, or the 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 uh, depression of of coming up against some difficulty and just that quality of, of patience. And that's, I think, one of the things of, you know, as an example of the, uh, you know, what, uh, say the forest practice, Tudong practice is, is uh, uh, really learning that kind of quality of patience. There's a certain um, lightness of how one holds things and a, a patient acceptance with 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 what's what's being what's present, uh, but but being there for it. Um, and Ajahn Chah would, would he exemplified it and uh, and uh, and he and he taught it and the uh, and just in the the way the, of of uh, again the say the. The image of of the of the Tudong monk, you know, the romantic image of you know, carrying your your umbrella and the mosquito net, and your bowl, and just these simple requisites. Uh, and it the reality is, it doesn't matter how light it is. I mean, you know, walking anywhere is is tiring. It's the same as if you uh, uh, you know you put a pack on and you go out to Yosemite. And it's beautiful, everything is gorgeous and and this pack is, <laughs> is it's heavy <laughs> So uh, I just have to be patient and, and learning how to be be present the uh, that uh, aspect of of uh, putting effort into things uh, being being able to. Uh, like because usually we, we rely on um, you know, some kind of stimulation, some kind of or hope of gratification for us to put forth effort. Um, some, uh, some goal or some uh, uh, something going our way. You know, just like they just uh, the conditions are, are, are comfortable are, our, our, everything is, uh, the, the, the temperature is pleasant, the conditions are nice, everything's right, uh, and then you can put forth effort. Uh, and uh, you know, the, uh, um, the ethos of that, that kind of, that Tudong ethos is really, yeah. You know, we have to learn how to put forth effort. It's like Ajahn Chah would say, yeah, you've got, uh, you know, you're inspired, and you put forth effort you're depressed and fed up, and you put forth effort and you're you know you're 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 sort of rested and you put forth effort you're tired and you put forth effort you see there these are these are just you you, you uh, you're training yourself to you know, to lift the mind towards a, and the effort isn't something you know heroic or um, extreme in any way, but it's just a a willingness to um, put that attention forward, a willingness to to uh, uh, to lift up attention because mm-hmm. you see yeah, we something is a bit difficult and then we sink, but that the, so the effort is just the, the that lifting up of the mind just a brightening of the mind, moving it towards a uh, an object of attention, and that is the the effort, and also, it's interesting in the in the uh, uh, say like in the eightfold path when the Buddha defines right effort, uh, it's always in terms of the. Uh, it's not about the activity, but it's about the state of the mind. So the 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 effort that we put forward to protect the mind from unwholesome mental states that have uh, arisen uh, is a is a is is right effort or the effort that we do to, to re- relinquish unwholesome mental states uh, is right effort or the effort to maintain wholesome mental states that have, have arisen already is right effort or the the effort to um, bring into being sort of fresh, wholesome mental states is right effort. So those are—it's all around the quality of the mind—is—is is what effort is. It's not because so, sometimes we, you know, we, we can uh, think in terms of you know I'm, I've got to do this or I've got to be extraordinarily diligent, but it's just—it's the turning of the the, the the turning of the mind or lifting of the mind to it. To something that is wholesome and skillful and bright, uh, and that is the that's that's the effort. Um, in uh, my own experience, of, as uh, and I didn't have extensive experience uh, uh, as a Tu long monk. One of the uh, uh, I had a a curious. Uh, so my training ended up uh, being um, uh, Ajahn Chah. Uh, I was living out in a. Uh, uh, it was after my eighth year as a monk, which is still pretty young as a monk. And uh, uh, I was living out in a big forest, a branch monastery of Ajahn Chah, it's a big forest out in the. Uh, near the Laotian border, and really liking it there, they loved the solitude and the the, uh, the quality uh, mm-hmm. the, the quality of the forest and and, uh, and then Ajahn Chah sent word to come back to Wat Nanachat and prepare to take over being the abbot of Wat Nanachat, which is the monastery for the uh, inter- the international uh, monks in. in uh, that's a branch of Ajahn Chah's. And uh, so then I uh, I went back there. Ajahn Chah asked me to do it, so I did it. And uh, then he went and got sick, and there was nobody to tell me not to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was stuck there. I ended up 15 years as the abbot. There. <laughs> and then I came, came to America. So that, uh, some of my... I mean, I took the opportunity to, to do and like the whole of my sixth year, sixth year, you know, seventh areas, times of that. I spent time wandering. And uh, I tended to um, uh, seek places of solitude you know, and just maybe not walk for too long, uh, a few days. And then just stay for a month, six weeks in one place, and and just pra- find a nice place that I, I I liked, and then just stay and practice. Uh, so that's that's one way of of using that that Tudong experience. And I uh, spent most of my time in the uh, the uh, along the border of Burma, and. Uh, You know, I had a a variety of experiences that uh, uh, were sometimes like dealing with illness. Uh, uh, I've had a a variety of illnesses, Uh, illnesses, accidents, uh, fractures, dislocations, operations, (laughs) and uh, uh, to the point that when uh, Ajahn Amaro and I were discussing uh, uh, me coming to America to, to 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 sort of share the establishing of a, a new monastery here. His 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 sort of his only his main request for me was, you know, you've really got to make a, a firm resolution not not to get sick. <laughs> Says America just doesn't have a health care system. You can't you can't go to America and get sick or have, and you know get have to be patched up in a hospital. And, and uh, so I've been doing pretty good actually. <laughs> but out, when I was out in uh, living in the in the forest, then uh, um, you know things happen, and, and you don't have resources. Uh, you just have to, you have to deal with it. You have to be patient, you know? just, uh, and and uh, uh, and then you know wait for circumstances to to uh, uh, um, change or sort of come your way, so that it it uh, it finally uh, you might be able to get some treatment. And there, uh, remember one time I got a an infection in my foot, and my foot was really swollen, and was in an area where uh, it was north. It was, a long, it was actually a long and old, uh, old section of the, uh, where the Japanese had built a railway in the, uh, uh, in the Second World War between Thailand and Japan and, uh, and Burma. And uh, um, all the tracks had been ripped up after the war, and then there was just a, there was an old trail. It wasn't a, really a road, uh, but it was open enough that it was kept as... A, so it was, it was a few days' walk away from any, uh, uh, any town. And, uh, yeah, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't walk anymore. It was just this. And... Uh, the uh, the villagers uh, were were very concerned. They wanted to help me, and uh, so they their their first, uh, was of course, in Thailand. Uh, uh, they love antibiotics, and uh, <laughs> so they brought penicillin, and uh, and a village needle. <laughs> <laughs> To give me the shot, <laughs> <Sort of laughs> <sort of laughs> so I uh, I declined, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> and then they and then they did, they they so they got the the village <laughs> uh, herb use he a village doctor came and did herbal herbal medicines put a poultice on, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and it was way more effective than anything. It just really pulled all the kind of poison pus into one place and then kind of burst. But it was in the bottom of my foot, so it was, I couldn't, uh, so I had this big hole in the bottom of my foot. And uh, and then a uh, uh, this uh, um, kind of a bunch of Thai men in a truck, like a hunting. it was like a Army truck kitted out with uh, gun racks and spotlights. There was hunters yeah, uh, who were out there, and but they, uh, the villagers, sort of flagged them, flagged them down. They were out hunting, so they actually said, "Okay, we'll take that monk back." And uh, and it was just it it uh, it broke their heart to not be hunting. So they said, "There's," they started to. It was nighttime, so they were started showing sun, I said, you got a monk with you. Uh, you shouldn't be doing that. And I said, yeah, yeah, we know. But... <laughs> I said, <he> said, well, <laughs> he said, well, I'm going to make a resolution. Not to, I'm going to be spreading loving kindness, and we're not going to see any animals. You may as well just put your guns down. <laughs> so it's, so I did that, and sure enough, we didn't. There wasn't any animal showed up, <laughs> which was again, it was a great teaching to the to 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 them. A good. So that you know, even if you get, you know, there's some sickness, some difficulty, you know, something happens. You wait, you're patient, you look after yourself, and and there's these uh, uh, kind of opportunities arise, occasions arise where where people can be can bring benefit, and you can, can, can benefit from things. There. I, uh, uh, there's... Uh, one, one time, when I was in, during that range retreat, I'd, uh, I lost the vision in, in my eye, and, uh, I couldn't see out of my eye anymore. I said, OK, this is a problem. <laughs> you know, I waited. OK, what do I do? Just yeah, be patient. I tried. I mean, there was some, you know, just kind of like some uh, tr- uh, drops. I tried, I, heard, I remember thinking, oh, sometimes they use honey for healing. And I thought It's good for healing. So I put honey in my eye. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just <try. laughs> so maybe it'll be good for it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> I should have put it in my mouth, <laughs> but it was worth a shot. You know, <laughs> you're just, you're just waiting and waiting. You say, "Oh okay," and then just okay. And you see, you know, the mind it goes to. Oh, it's my eye. What am I going to do? But I, I made this. Yeah, you know, I don't want to be going anywhere. I be put all this effort into getting into a quiet place for, for practice, and, and, and you, so that you know your mind is torn. And, and how do you, how do you deal with that? And what do you, what do you do with it? And it's part of the practice. Finally, it was sort of okay. I should really try to find a doctor, and then the. Uh, so I told the the villagers in the, in the mine site, and I said, okay, next vehicle that comes in, we'll get them and take you out. And uh, it was another week before, <laughs> before, uh, before uh, any kind of vehicle showed up. say, uh, so just, yeah, having to be patient with that having to, having to just, okay, be present. Oh, this is what it is. And, uh, you know, and in the in the end, it was some weird virus infection in the iris of the eye. Like, how do these things exist? There. <laughs> then uh, it came back several times in the in the following year, but at least I knew what to do with it then. There. Uh, and yeah, when you're you're out in the out in the jungles, out in the out in the wilderness, you just don't know what's going to happen, and and, uh, and of course the reality is is you know even if we are living in a major city like San Francisco, or, and no nobody really knows what's going to happen. And, you know, we we live under the illusion of of uh, uh, sort of uh, everything is neat and tidy, and it's just, it's just the way it's really going to be, and. Uh, yeah, it's really not that way. Uh, and it's helpful to remind ourselves uh, um, not to create suffering or diffi- unnecessary suffering or difficulty, but just as a, as a as a recollection, that yeah, it's not, not, not always the way that we, we think it's going to be. And that gives us a, a, a say like an edge to 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 reflect on well. If it's not the way we think it is, what what habit comes up in the mind? What sort of voice? What's the first voice that sort of shoots its hand up? And what about me? <laughs> so they because they, uh, it, you know, we have to learn about all these yeah you know, all the voices that our mind sort of it cranks out, and and as we 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 listen to them, understand them, reflect on them, and work with them. Uh, you know those those voices and that they 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 settle they uh, they they're understood they're, they they have a place of resolution and clarity and of course it all comes back to just that, that simple quality of mindfulness and from the mindfulness then the the different qualities of practice uh, that we need to rely on are, are cultivated the quality of of faith or of confidence, it comes out of the out of the mindfulness, the quality of effort, and the mindfulness is that is the is the ground, and then the 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 effort, the the application of of uh, uh, of energy sort of rises up out of that mindfulness. And the Concentration, stillness, tranquility. Um, the, the base and the foundation is the mindfulness. Being, the knowing, it's, that's your, it's always the foundation. And then the, the, the mind is, is, is able to become still, become settled, become steady. Like one of the, uh, when we hear about say samadhi, concentration, um we can oftentimes think of it you know in terms of you know something you know that we're forcing or 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 um, you know concentration is kind of a tight uh, holding and and uh, um, one of the when when in in the Thai language when they uh, translate samadhi uh, the tra- the, the w- 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 they don't just use one word. It's the, the phrase that they use is the, the firm establishing of the mind, which is much, much more applicable, much more uh, useful way to 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 hold it. Um, just establishing the mind firmly, so that, and of course, the mindfulness is the is the ground, is the root, and with that firm establishing of the mind, that we can allow it to steady, allow it to settle. Then the, the, uh, the quality of, of wisdom, of discernment, uh, that uh, is a... Uh, yeah, it arises up out of the that, that quality of mindfulness, of knowing. Um, there's a, an idiom that that Ajahn Chah would use over and over again uh, in the Thai language, and it's rare that he would just use the word for uh, in the scriptural language uh, for uh, for wisdom or discernment is banya and it's rare that Ajahn Chah would use that on its own but he would always Almost, he, more often, or more often than not, he would use satipanya, which is like mindfulness and wisdom together. And, and that's, a, that's a more, I think, a, a helpful way of, of seeing, yeah, this, this aspect of discernment, investigation, understanding, wisdom, uh, relies on the, the, the mindfulness, the awareness, that attention, that sati. And uh, that's a, uh, uh, so that, that quality of, of, of mindfulness, being the knowing, is, is, a, is kind of the ground, uh, the, the root that we, uh, these different qualities in practice that we rely on, that they grow up out of. And you know, our, our practice and our training, and it relies on, on you know, being present to the circumstances that we're in and the uh, turning attention to these uh, uh, these wholesome qualities. It's uh, yes, the faith, effort, mindfulness, concentration, wisdom. Yeah. I mean, these are what are called spiritual faculties or spiritual powers. Yeah. I mean, they're also kind of supported and grounded in you know, the qualities of Generosity, of virtue, of, of resolution, of, of equanimity, of loving kindness, determination—all of those, what are called the baramitas, the, the wholesome qualities, spiritual qualities. So that is, is, is as we uh, go through our our day, go through our, our life, uh, yeah, it isn't just sort of some idealized tudong monk in the wilderness of, of Thailand that is, has the opportunity to cultivate. It's all of us, whether we're monastics living in, up in Mendocino County or, or the lay people living anywhere. Here in Marin, in the city, uh, those qualities are, are what we direct our attention to and give ourselves the encouragement to rely on. And that's, that's what nurtures our practice. So offer that. For reflection, maybe we can end with a, 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 a short sit. If anybody's feeling a bit, uh, been sitting a bit too long, just to feel free to stand up or do a bit of a stretch and then just come back and, and, uh, and sit with us.